Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Welcome back to the My Favorite Sister Podcast. Welcome back. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't even know. What's the weather there like? We're back in weather um, talk. Hot. Yeah, hot. it's hot today. I Jack was away for a four-day weekend trip um, to Wales. He just got back today, but that did mean that I had to go grocery shopping and stuff by myself because um, I was busy all day yesterday, so I went today. But the grocery store closes at four, so it kind of was like a time crunch. When mm. <laughs> I was like, I'm very tired. I'm recovering from like two and a half weeks of not enough sleep and like too many it. work and other extracurricular activities um, on the weekend. So it's like I haven't even had a chance to recover from like getting back from my Germany work trip last weekend. And then this weekend I was like down in London yesterday doing stuff, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. But so it was like today I woke up originally at seven and I was like, what? <laughs> no. So wait, when did, okay, because it's like you obviously went, um, so did you get to enjoy, what I'm about to ask is, did you get to enjoy <laughs> any time being like the only person in the apartment? Because, you know. Yeah. So. so Downtime, I mean, alone time. Yeah. So I got back from my work trip late Sunday night because our flight was delayed by two hours. Um, and then Jack left on his trip on Thursday. So yeah, I was by myself Thursday, Friday, and yesterday. Um, and then most of today, he just got back like two hours ago today. Um, so yes, but also like in the past when he's been gone, I haven't been in London all day from like 7am to 7pm on the Saturday. So then I usually have the whole day to like do whatever. So no. So that's why today, when I woke up naturally at 7am and I was like, absolutely not, um, back to sleep until like 9.30, 10 when I actually had my alarm set. And then I was like, okay, mentally, here's what I have to do today. Like, going through the list. I was like, I can do nothing until noon, and then I have to, like, go to the grocery store and do chores and stuff. But I was like, I just need a few hours to do nothing. But in the end, I got up and, like, I just leisurely had my coffee while also cleaning the kitchen that I'd been ignoring for a few days and also, like, dealing with all the um, book mess and swag and stuff that I had dumped and laundry that I dumped all around the apartment, so... Clean yeah, laundry. Like, it just like was air, It just was hanging around air drying, so it yeah. needed to go away. See, I feel like I don't care who you're with. Like, whenever the person you live with is gone, whether that's a roommate, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, it's like it's just so nice. You know, it's like yes, sure, I love that. Yeah, you're like great, happier around most of the time. But like, you gotta cherish those <laughs> days. Yeah, it's like a running joke now because. Jack used to travel a lot for work and now I think you know my twice a year travel is almost more um Mm -hmm. or he just does like one overnight but I'll be gone for like five nights and then um I think this time year at Christmas I might be gone for like a whole week it's gonna be a long one just because the flights are limited so it's like we have to go when there's a day that there's Mm -hmm. a flight um so you know I'm at the hotel sleeping in the middle of the bed it's great (laughs) that's why the first time we went and I got a king-size room 
which was nice because the room was big. But then it was two twin beds pushed together. And I was like, no. Yeah, that's not good. I hate that. The la- yeah, the last two times I've just been in a double. So then it's just one double sized bed. So I'm like, yeah. great. I can sleep in the middle. Uh, this And then I always joke to Jack like, oh, are you enjoying sleeping in the middle? But he doesn't. He still just sleeps on his I know. I feel like we've had bed. this conversation. And you like to starfish. And the rest of us are just staying in our sides. Yeah, whereas Thursday night, you know, he was gone. And I immediately am like, his pillow on the floor. My <laughs> pillow in the middle. <laughs> I hope you don't throw his pillow on the floor. Or at least you're watching his sheet afterwards. Well, you know, we have, um, we use different blankets when we sleep. So I just folded up his blanket and then sit out on the floor and then put the pillow I on see. top. I see. But, you know, with gusto. <laughs> well, I feel like I've, I know I talked about this when it happened, but the last time, like, Tim went out of town, so he went on a trip with his dad and his brothers, like, someone invited me to, like, do something. And I was like, but I don't, like, <laughs> like, this is my, like, one day of not, I can do anything. That's the thing. Um, I feel like it did get me out of going out further though, because I did go to like the daytime portion, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, like you know, Tim's out of town. You guys get it. Okay, bye." Like they're all married. I'm like, you understand. It's fine. Yeah, you understand. Um, I do feel like you know. Obviously, I I think I'm. I feel like I'm more active like in the weeknight evenings and like doing stuff socially like that. Whereas usually the weekend comes and that's when Jack wants to do like a big thing, like a day trip, whatever. Which sometimes I'm down for, but also majority of the time I'm the one that's like. I would like I need this weekend to just be at home and do nothing so I feel like when there's one person that's like always wanting to be the doer and there's one one person that's wanting to be the stay at home because I'm tired and I just want to like watch tv or read this book or you know whatever be on my phone <clears throat> and that's me and so it is nice sometimes to have not have that other person around that's like oh we should be like out doing something or I'm like I don't feel guilty sitting here if you feel guilty sitting here quote-unquote doing nothing that's not my problem <laughs> See, this is this is the red flag for me about you guys going on vacation because I feel like that I'd be like, no, no. Yeah, it's gotten more chill. It's gotten more chill and um stuff, but it's and also like, you know, now Jack's more willing to like if he wants to go for a walk at Wimpole and I'm just like, just go. Like Yeah. It's it's allowed. Like like it's not a thing. I'm not gonna yeah. be and I'm not gonna have feel any type of way about it if if you ask me and I say no, it doesn't mean you can't yeah. go. Like, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Sometimes yeah, I, I want to go and sometimes I really don't because I don't want to put on a sports bra. Like, on, yeah. let's be honest. That's the limit. Is like... I think what I don't understand is, like, the people, like, that all week they work. They have to work just like I do. And then on the weekends they want to, like, you know, spend all day having, like, socialization time which i'm like yeah but it's like every weekend i'm like don't you need a weekend to like yeah what are you when are you getting stuff done because at the like most i could alternate weekends but ideally it's just like one weekend a month is when you do stuff and then the other weekends because the time flies so fast like but but it's just like three days in a weekend weekend, on a regular two-day weekend you have one day where you have to do all the shit you have to do and then you maybe get one day where you can just like vibe and be chill you but then it's like if that's why if we had three-day weekends it'd be great i mean we really need three-day weekends because then i would be like okay i can like go have fun if someone invites me something i can go have fun on one day or i can do something fun on one day and i have one day to do literally nothing and then i have another day to be productive it's like i I need the three days i have Um, started doing when we need it um i've started trying to get all the laundry done on the friday 
Because, mm. like, usually when our hamper is full, that means there's, like, one load. And we have so many clothes that are air dry because stupid England. But, like, so it's, like, a load of air dry stuff first, take that out, and then put the rest in. Because, you know, laundry in the combo machine takes, like, 800 hours. So at least that gets, like, one thing. So then at least on the weekend, I would rather have that noise going while I'm, like, working and probably listening to music or an audiobook anyway then on the weekend when we just want like quiet chill vibes yeah but then we're s- sitting like five feet away from the washing yeah, machine totally. or the dryer and it's just whirring and buzzing away and it's so loud so that has helped a lot you know I think I've talked about this as well but we've decided that um we're letting the washer dryer gods decide what can survive the dryer <laughs> you know in the washer <laughs> so like if it says like hang dry it's like it's basically like everything goes in the dryer no matter what it says. <laughs> it's like if it survives, it survives. Yeah. Because there's definitely like, some things like... You know, I mean, I have, look, that's I more like clothes. Tim's side because like obviously like there's things on like a lady's side that you're like, I'm not going to like... Yeah, that's like, like, it's like there's some things where I'm sure in the end it wouldn't really matter and nothing would happen to them. But I'm like, oh, but I actually do like how oversized this shirt is right now. So like I'm just going to... Since we're already have, so it's just easier to like, pre-separate everything, and there's so much stuff that's air dry anyway. There's more in the winter time though, because it's like all like hoodies and sweatshirts and mm-hmm. like Jack's work sweaters and yeah stuff like that. Whereas actually his like button-up shirts for work and whatever, you know, I take them out and hang them up, and they're dry in like 20 minutes yeah. air drying because they're so thin. And now that it's hot summertime, they dry really quick. So putting stuff on hangers and then I just hang it on the door, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's more the well, lay flat stuff for the winter, like sweaters and dumb shit like that. That's annoying because it's like has to go on a towel on the floor. <laughs> I just like hate having to like hang things on because you know we live in an apartment. If you like have a rack or whatever, it's like yeah. the rack takes up all the space. I'm like, Where am I supposed all to put space. this thing? Yeah, we don't have a rack, but we have um like two things on our main radiator in the living room so i just like quadruple fit it's like two layers plus on top of the radiator yeah i'll just quadruple double things up or hang things over the backs of chairs or whatever i think jack's more particular but i'm like i'll just rotate it in a few hours it'll be fine fine. (laughs) um well so i feel like we both had kind of busy like weeks or whatever so um you went to a fun thing in london i was hosting visitors which oh yeah it's like fun slash not fun you know it is fun but it's exhausting yeah for sure well i had my work trip last week oh yeah and then this year it was like we went or at least i went wednesday to sunday um and there was a few of us that stayed on sunday because we wanted to fly back to the same smaller airport instead of going to munich in germany and flying into heathrow which would have just been like I was like, by the time they get back, it's going to be the same time we're getting back. <laughs> um, so that did mean that uh, the three of us that stayed got to do like a fun day out on Saturday. And one of our German colleagues just like took us all around. And we went to That's this nice. like, yeah, this like big lake nearby where we were staying. And you just walk around and every like five minutes on, along the walk around the whole lake, there's like a different little shack selling alcohol. <laughs> I mean, that's Germany, right? I mean, yeah, so it's just like it. you go, go from like beer to beer to beer. It was great. Um, it was not that as sounds hot like this my year. kind of hike, by the way. It was great. Like, if they you say, was, Do you want to go of... hike around a lake? I'd be like, Maybe. Or is there a beer station? Like, yeah. not a water station. Who cares about that? Give me a beer station. No, just all, all the little down. beer huts. It was great. It was very, it was a ton of fun. Um, and then we had a like good German meal at a restaurant that we'd been to in the past, but 
um, it was like, oh, we got, and then we got the Kispatsen, which is like the cheesy spatzel, because we hadn't had that yet. We also got that around the lake. Um, one of the blast bars we went to was set up on like a fake beach. So it's like a lake. And then like way set back from it, they just put a bunch of sand and there's like a little tiki hut. It was so funny. Really but that cool. was actually, the, that, there I got a Rattler in a bottle. So it was like pre-made instead of like half beer, half Sprite or whatever. And that was the best one because it was like super like citrusy and stuff. It was really yeah. very refreshing. Um, yeah, no, it was I mean, it was a good week this year since I only went on Wednesday. So it meant I didn't have to like take my laptop or like any work stuff, which was nice. Cause like, then you have to carry it through security and do yeah. all that bath. Yep. Um, getting to the airport on Wednesday. I like when I met up with my coworkers that were also going Wednesday, they're like, Oh, did you get stuck in that security line? I was like, of course not fools. I paid four pounds to go through fast pass security yeah. amateur hour. Like, hello, no. I was like, nah, bro. I had five people ahead of me. That was it. Yeah, totally. They're like, what? Really? I was like, yeah. I just do it as an add-on with my parking because reimbursed. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know. If you don't, if you're getting, if you're like new to the job market and you're like, what can I, like, like, for example, I used to buy out of a, a local airport a lot, uh, LAX Burbank, which is way better. And they have parking, but they have a valet parking, too. You know what I did every time? Because I could be from my house to the gate in under 30 minutes if I valet parked. And I'm like, not not on my dime. Yeah. I I had done it before. Yeah, I'd done it before last summer. Or no, last summer I taxied. Last Christmas I drove myself. uh, It was the first time driving myself to that airport. So I was, like, proud. Um, Since I was, like, you know, still kind of a newer driver here, not doing, like, super far distances. Now I'm, like, now I'm, like, I've driven to Birmingham. I'm done. Like, and how far was Birmingham from you guys? Uh, it's, it's, like like... Two, it's like a two, two and a half hour drive. But we've also done a bunch of like team walks and stuff where I have to drive like an hour mm-hmm. or so by myself to get there. So a little different than my 20 minute jaunts Yeah. Um, on like big motorways too. Uh, anyway, so it's like when I did it before, I didn't get the fast pass security and also the passport control um, on the way back fast pass until after I got the parking. And so then I did... I bought it myself, whatever. And then I was like, screw this. I'm going to, Jack and I have done it as an add-on. We're like, it's way cheaper. Um, and I was like, yeah, screw this. I was like, either the parking's 82 pounds or it's 90 pounds. And I was like, bloop. Yeah. I was like, I think it's worth get, it. I was like, it'll get reimbursed. I was like, the kinds of things that get reimbursed on this trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's get like... I was like, I'm, I'm still saving the company like 150 pounds by driving myself and not taking a taxi both ways. So, Yeah. So, Exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. like, why am I driving myself? I get Uber and charge this bag and I don't have to park, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, if we had Uber, I would definitely do that. So, <laughs> um, but it's not far. It's only, it's like a 30-ish minute drive. It's not I too I think bad. it's nice when you're on a work trip. I mean, not that you necessarily have to, like, be on a work trip, but, like, all your meals are paid for. You're like, well, yeah, breakfast is paid. Like, everything I'm paying for, mm-hmm. like, everything I'm eating, you're paying for because yeah. you we want me to be here. All, most of our meals and stuff there are, like, catered, or normally we eat in the hotel a little bit, too, but this year we didn't, but everything else, is, it's usually, like, pre-catered, or, like, you know, someone's there with the yeah. card, and they just pay it all in one bill anyway. They just pay it. Yeah. Oh, I gotta love that company card. I used to use it a lot, not as much anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, if we have drinks at the hotel bar, because we stay at, like, a, you know, we stay at a businessy type bar, or at a businessy type hotel, you know, but I was telling people about how our standards are, like, business luxury. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, that was our standard in Vancouver for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was we like, love oh, this yeah. business like, lifestyle. My sister and I, I was telling them, I was like, oh, well, my sister and I, when we went to Vancouver, it was like, you know, we stay like a Marriott. We're like, that's our minimum. We're like, yes, we love the business amenities. <laughs> I mean, typically, I mean, I like to like more of a little boutique hotel, but I feel like for our purposes, it worked out well. We got to hobnob with the with the other people at conferences. But that's why. But it was like such a good location and stuff, and that's why the hotel we stay at is actually like the next town over from where our company headquarters actually is, because it's like a actually real hotel and not just like a and b or something yeah um, but it's a business hotel so they have like a full service restaurant and bar that's open till 1 a.m like, oh that's nice that's yeah. nice yeah it's pretty slick and um yeah so people be down there drinking to like so really have you learned any there's also a vending ma- there's also a vending machine that has beer bottles in it i know that people like buy beer from it sure. like after i'm usually asleep by then so um did you learn any new german words on this trip i feel like you had to like no learn some more german every time you go on these things yeah i feel like all i know is the food because it's like i can kind of look at it on the menu and be like okay i think i have an idea of what this is but no now you just have the google translate app on your phone and it's like you just take a picture and it'll give you a quick quick snapshot but um i I think me and one of my coworkers are like oh we need to like take a class or um he's really good at like trying to learn phrases and repeat them like maybe i need to download duolingo and do some german before christmas it seems but like they all you're... speak English. <laughs> well, that's true. But, I mean, it'd be cool to learn a few phrases. I mean, yeah. from, I don't know if this is true, but Tim took German in high school, and he said that, like, once you kind of learn the, you know, basics, rules, it's like, you know, like, in Spanish, I feel like there's all these different things. Like, it's like, yeah. there's rules, but there's exceptions to the rules. Like, yeah, there's lots so of confusing. exceptions, and you just have to memorize things. Whereas well, it I sounds like German well is more like... just like a, this is it. Yeah. This is the hard and fast rules. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I mean, that's the difference of, like, learning it from, like, a conversational perspective, sure. right? Because it's like, oh, if my coworker's trying to say something and it's like, oh, well, you know, if he's, he's like, what's the best thing to say to, like, get a waiter's attention? And and he's like, well, can I say this? And they're like, yeah, but that's, like, really formal. So just say this other thing instead or, like, you know, when, like, that's asking true. everyone whether they say danka or danka Shane. And they're like, no, we just say danka. Like, yeah, that's true. But of course, yeah. So stuff like that is, like, cool, too. Um and like the pronunciations but i will admit we're in bavaria which is also very different so mm-hmm. so what makes you know, it different yeah. than other parts i guess for anyone i mean who... i think in general i don't know if this is true for like other european countries too they just kind of consider all the different um like regions or states we might call them in america mm-hmm. as being very very different so like even one of my coworkers who i like a lot he lives in northern germany and he's up there and he's like oh these bavarians like like oh, you know, okay. it's totally different like it's a different state different i got like, you, you know, they're all united okay. under the it's like us germany yeah it's like but united, it's well, like just like it's like different States. culture different you know slang different languages very gotcha you know, it's like the uk too i think okay you know, it's like thing, in but... the u.s if someone from the south said oh bless your heart and then yeah yeah they know what that means versus i think like i was just watching <laughs> something there was someone who said that that's why it came to me you know yeah. um so it's like you know good to have a little local uh person to be like oh, sure no, this is what we say in bavaria or whatever in bavaria um but well, i mean cool. it was a good time but it just meant coming back on the sunday and then our flight was already late like in the e- in the afternoon, like late evening, uh, but I mean it's only like a sixty to ninety minute flight. It's quite short, but it was delayed like two hours. So yeah. I think I finally got. I actually that time I like got home and everything was like nine thirty. That is the other benefit of driving myself is like that I don't have to stress about like is the taxi actually going to be there two hours yeah, late? Like <laughs> totally. 
Um, but you know, I just got to my car and now I've parked in that same parking lot enough where I know like strategically where to park so that it's like near the walkway and all that totally. stuff. Cause there actually is, you mentioned the valet parking. There is one where they have where it's kind of like a meet and greet parking valet <clears throat> or whatever, but honestly it's like further away <laughs> yeah. than the parking lot that I park in the short stay lot. So, um, no, I just pop in and it's pretty much a, there's like one janky roundabout, um, that is a little scary, but otherwise it's just a straight shot to get yeah. home. So just pop in an audiobook and vibe for 40 minutes. That sounds lovely. But the beauty of summer was that it was still sunny the whole time. That's also nice. Um, well, that sounds like a, yeah. you know, fun work it trip. Fun. It just meant that, you know, then you're tired, you're tired. I like, I can't hang with these boomers that want to be up till two in the morning Mm-mm. drinking when we have to would like get up at 6 a.m the next day to like start the day i'm like i can't be doing that no 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 no, I, no. me and my one other coworker that don't eat breakfast we're like see y'all at the time we're going to the train i mean here's my question is there gonna you know like sometimes during the day you're tired you're so so tired but then like you get a second wind and then you're like okay and then so is that like life you know like in your 30s <laughs> are you just so tired and then maybe like i think so in your 40s or 50s you get like that second wind of life because i don't know how they're doing it either because i'm like i'm um, so that tired sec- that second wind is probably called money <laughs> money but i mean they're still working like so many of these boomers are still working that i don't understand like i don't know if you, I, I, tend to, I guess i say boomers but i technically should uh they're actually probably mostly gen z's really <laughs> gen x you mean Yes, that's what I meant. I was like, if they're Gen Zs, then they should not be tired. They should be yeah. full of life. No, no. Some like, I mean, most of my coworkers are also millennials, but you know, the like kind of next level up yeah, people yeah, yeah, are yeah. actually mostly Gen X. But in my mind, they are they are boomers. boomers. I'm sure they'd be very offended if they knew you were calling them boomers. <clears throat> but I guess technically, I don't know how old they are really. So it's just like, oh. But I did find out like the CTO. It was his birthday. You know, like last summer was my birthday. Uh, it's his birthday, and someone jokingly was like, oh, the big 39. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, how many kids does he have again? <laughs> He's only 39. Looks tired. It's like this yeah. Obama but years. I was like, wait a Because then someone was like, oh, yeah, well, he became CTO and he was 33. I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, honestly, I was like, honestly, that explains a lot. And my coworker was like, yeah. <laughs> um all i know is that i'm tired and i was talking with my sister-in-law who was one of the people visiting me and i said i don't know some people say like i feel like there's like people that like never want to retire and they say you'd be bored if you retired and i said i would never be bored i promise you that i would be living the life i i don't know i could retire and like you know have the funding to not have to work yeah no i would never be bored if I was really bored, I'd okay. I'll go do charity work or something. I'll go volunteer yeah. somewhere. I can. I can believe me. I'll fill I my can, time. Don't you worry about it. Pe- I can scan people in at a national trust stately home. <laughs> there you go. Like, yeah, I can the, find something I can to do. Walking tours, give people or whatever. Work in the garden is fine. <laughs> work in the shop. Work in the little shop. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I would actually right, really one like one day a week, like one day a week for socialization, and that's it. Exactly. See, here's the thing. Like, I always thought it would be. Like, I feel like when I worked retail, I was like, oh my god, retail sucks. And I'm not saying I want to go back to that, but I always thinking now, it's so nice to be able to like, just go in, clock in, do the job, yeah. and then clock out. And you're done. Yeah. And that's it. I have a it. few friends. And it's not that important. Friends. Yeah. I have a few friends that are, like, more, like, creatives, and they, you know, work for themselves, or, you know, in the modern era, have, like, online-type jobs. 
uh, and they're like, honestly, we just work from home alone, like filming, whatever. It's like very isolating. Sure. So it was like pre-COVID, like a few of them were like, I just want to like get like a one day a week job at a store. Like, yeah. Just to like, which I'm like, that's true. I mean, definitely the work environments where you have like the best socialization or like when I worked at like the gym, you know, a few nights a week yeah. and it's like all women and stuff and you just chat during the slow. It's like, yeah, it gets busy and hectic, but then you have lots of slow time too. So you just chat. Um, but yeah, just being able to clock in and out with no responsibilities. But I feel like great. if you could do that without like, here's a problem. <clears throat> and I would honestly do a job like that now, but here's the problem. You can't really make like, you know, you're, they don't pay people enough, you know? Like, no, they, they don't. Raise the minimum wage and people can actually survive on jobs like that and I have to have multiple jobs. So I'm saying yeah. I could only do that if I had, if I won the lottery sure. and had the means to like, just not really need that and, For sure. you know. Yeah, you know, when my when, when yeah, when I worked retail, my favorite days were every other week when we reset the floor because then I worked from three p.m. to midnight, and I was technically not selling, so I didn't have to talk to like I could wear whatever I wanted. And I didn't have to talk to people because mm-hmm. we're just like moving things around. Yeah, yeah. That's also yeah. when one time someone complained because it was like you know we had we were like stripping mannequins to like redress them in different outfits, oh, yeah, so... and someone like yeah, someone called to like complain about like. It's just like faceless. I think I think they did have heads, but it's like all just pure white, faceless, relatively shapeless mannequins. On these, like, (laughs) I would like call to complain about like you know it being so like lewd or I don't remember you know so like like so explicit and like I had to walk my son. I was like, cool, but you know what stores across from ours? Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Yeah. Are you calling to complain? Are you calling to to complain about their like size window? like stickers in the window that are like actual women and not just like anamorphous objects yeah right like, break like, and also, it also it's like matter. it's maybe not the just... job of it's not the job of the store to like shield the eyes of your probably like 25 year old son anyway <laughs> <laughs> how dare he see how... a naked mannequin okay it's just yeah my um uh, you know gay male boss was just like okay ma'am and then hung up you're like, sure. I don't get paid enough to argue with you about this. <laughs> to care whatever. About this. <laughs> don't care. I think that's what also people don't understand when they like try to complain to people that like are working these retail jobs. It's like they don't get paid enough money to they deal with. They don't care. Like they're just they clocking care. in and out. Like they, they have no. They're unless this person owns the store. Like yeah. they yeah. do not care. They're just trying to like get in and get out. You know, and just try yeah. to like. That reminds me the other day. I don't know where it came up, but I was reading some thread of people's stories of like must have been on a meme or whatever and that was reshared on social media and it was someone telling a story of like you know and a bad customer at a coffee shop i'm sure it was probably Mm -hmm. starbucks or whatever where they were like you know watching the baristas and being like well i didn't you know i didn't ask for whipped cream or whatever and oh i think it was like oh i saw that one yeah yeah it wasn't for you for you like is your name like steve or whatever yeah Susan um and that was so funny I was just reading the comments and it's just like oh I love every single one person on here that was just like yeah I'll make yours in a fucking minute you know like that person that was in front of you that also had an order like you can you can make my coffee so wrong and I'd be like thanks I know right I would never say anything it's like when you go to the nail salon I've seen like tweets where it's like I was getting my nails done and the girl next to me got was finished and she said she didn't like them like that woman is like She'll be president one day or something like because it's like no. I'd be like, yeah, I love it. 
It's Did great. you see, actually, I think, you know, the I am 30 AF account or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. just yesterday. They might have posted it a few days ago, but I just saw it yesterday. But it was like a set of memes about like, you know, great women where we're yeah. like, we stand for them. And the first one on the top of the scroll through was about, um, it was like, oh, I was at the airport bar and just heard a woman saying like, well, the other option is to do what I suggested in the first place. Yeah, I did see that one. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, like three I, or four into that was yeah. like a husband saying, sharing a screenshot of like, I asked my wife what she wanted to do tonight. And she said, I want to eat pasta <laughs> in silence. <laughs> and I jokingly said that to Jack. And I was like, that's going to be me tonight eating my macaroni and cheese. In silence. <laughs> After this conference. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I've been driving around all over LA for the past like four yeah, days and I'm tired. It was good go. but you know a all lot of prep a lot of prep to you know because you know as I've mentioned many a time we live in a two-bedroom apartment and we're yeah. not really set up for guests so Correct. we had to do a lot of work to just you know make room for two arrow beds to fit in the room um, so it's a little bit of scramble at the end but you know we got it done. Is the room anything exciting? It is not. It's still bare walls and bare everything, but the beds were in there and it was clean. Um, but, you know, I've learned some things over the past few days. Do you want to hear what's in with seven-year-olds? Because I know now what is yeah. in with seven-year-olds. Knock-knock jokes are very in with seven-year-olds. Um, oh, really? Yes. I heard many a knock-knock joke or got asked many a knock-knock joke. Did any of them really make sense? They didn't. They sure didn't. Um, but I had asked them. Let's see what else. What else? Uh, Bluey, Bluey's still in, still in, still in. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, like, just it seems tiring to have a child. <laughs> like, but I mean, I guess I knew that. Agree with that. I guess I knew that. I guess I knew that. But you know, yeah. um, but, you know, we drove over to the beach, we went to Santa Monica Pier, which, like, we would never do, but we were like, you know what a seven-year-old would probably like? Going to the Santa Monica Pier and going on the rides. So, we did that, um, went to the Brea Tar Pits, went to, like, Ooh, nice. this, um, this new, like, academy museum they have, which I'm sure our niece, uh, could have cared less about, because she's like, who are all these old people <laughs> in movies? I don't know um let's see what else went to the hollywood bowl went down to hollywood and highland which is a nightmare for those of you who don't have never been to la hollywood and highland is like the Times square of new york so if you live there like if you live in new york you avoid Times square it's like the same in la yeah. i think nobody in their right mind would want to go to hollywood and highland it's just a nightmare let's see uh we ate at your favorite place mendocino farms Woo-hoo! Went to In-N-Out. Let's see. Um, that would have been a Mendo sandwich and, like, curry couscous salad would have been so clutch yesterday. Yeah. Um, I tried to convince them, someone to get the curry couscous, but nobody did. Um, <sighs> Missing out. I know. They have this, like, southern macaroni salad right now that's really good that I've been getting. Um, yeah, but anyways, we just drove all around town. I feel like the only place we didn't go was, like, downtown. But it was exhausting and tiring, and... I feel like yesterday after we they sent them off, we just came back and sat on the couch for like the rest <laughs> of the day. We literally did nothing. <laughs> like, and we're done. And we're done. Um, but yeah, so that's why I feel like we didn't, 
I mean, we should probably preface this at the beginning of the episode, but we didn't watch anything this week. No. Because one, there's nothing out. And two, there were two things I suggested that maybe we could watch. <laughs> but I didn't And then get Sarah didn't them. watch them, so. I was busy, okay? <laughs> she was busy. She was traveling for work and doing other fun I things. I was busy. But... And then, yeah, the one night that I had free to watch TV, I used it to watch The Witcher Season 3 Part 1 because Jack doesn't watch that show, so. Well, I mean, no spoilers. I used my first night of aloneness to watch that instead of sitting in silence eating pasta. Give our listeners who maybe like The Witcher, say, like, was Season 3 Part 1, thumbs up, thumbs down? I mean, I thought it was fine. I feel like it's tricky because I'm not, like super into the lore or whatever but i think it's an entertaining show i mean i agree with most people that season two was like what is happening and very confusing and i would just prefer if they didn't who needs an overarching storyline just have be hunting monsters honestly the biggest travesty is what they've done to the one guy's hair um (laughs) jaskier or yaskier like his the, hair the troubadour <laughs> or whatever yes he just he's got actually a, you know potentially very fun storyline this season or like you know he's like it, you know in the mix a little more instead of just being the troubadour but like his hair is just like what a travesty like what like i don't know it's like that you know he had just kind of like short shaggy hair in the first season and then last season you know, they were like so have severe middle part straight page boy like down the sides and now it's the same but like to his chin it's just not a good look hmm all right I'll and have it's to... like yeah yeah we'll see we'll see if i watch it i don't know the second season i didn't love so it's kind of like a well, slog his character, to get his through. character is almost supposed to be this like lothario and i'm like how his hair is horrible <laughs> you're like how is he being a lothario i don't like have you seen the hair no yeah like at least like let the man put it in like a man butt or something jesus yeah yeah um interesting okay well i'll just tell the people about the two shows that they want to watch it i think maybe i talked about him last week but one or last time we recorded so one is glamorous which is on netflix and it's very like i think i talked about it it's kind of like the bull type meets devil wears prada meets kind of a little bit of emily in paris vibes but um has kim cattrall it's like set up in a makeup company like you know a young person comes in and you know is trying to like make it trying to Mm -hmm. make it it was okay Okay. i've gotta know and i probably will watch it eventually like you know as a background show but i've gotta know like why did they feel the need to work for this person or their company instead of just being like a? I think we talked about this last time and i feel like i was very curious he was in the beginning, they do reference that he's trying to be, like, you know, an online influencer or whatever. But mm-hmm. what I thought was weird is it's just, like, YouTube. I'm like, okay, I realize it's probably where you make the actual money. But, like, just get on TikTok first. But yeah. I, we t- I feel like we, we went into discussion about that. Um, <laughs> you just have to watch it and see. I don't know. And then the other one is called – it's on Amazon Prime. It's an Australian show called Class of 07, um, which is about – it's like 10 years after the these people have graduated from high school, an all-girls Catholic high school, and they go back to the reunion. Okay, I know you said they, it was relatable because of being class of 2007, but the Catholic high school part, wow. <laughs> wow. See, this is what I'm saying. Um, and so they went back, and then there's basically like, you don't really know, but like, 
basically there's kind of like an apocalyptic type thing that happens and they all get stuck at the school and so it's kind of like all these people that like kind of some like each other some hate each other i mean it's like they went to an all-girls high school so there's there's definitely past trauma there you know Mm -hmm. but it's a comedy it's a comedy yeah so i would definitely i would probably recommend that one over glamorous honestly um but mm, okay kind of depends what you're in the mood for but what vibe they have good music you know it's all like th- throwback music probably if you're anywhere in the near ages <laughs> that we're in and then yeah you may need to turn the subtitles subtitles on obviously because they're all australian but australian accents um they did have apparently one foreign exchange student who's an american who is there which is funny to me <laughs> But apparently she is an Australian that's just doing an American accent. But I thought it was pretty good, so. That's good. I love it. So that's on Amazon Prime for anyone who's interested. Um, I have a very serious question. Have sure. you threaded yet? No. Have you been threading? One, I think it's still not available. I mean, I realize we're not in the EU, but it's like not even available here. Oh. Um, But also, and I can probably tell you that the reason it's not available, which they've actually, Mark Zuckerberg has, like, acknowledged that, too, is because of, like, the different, like, EU-based regulations for, like, GDPR and everything. Because if you have, and I think now people know this, but it's, like, once you sign up for threads, you can deactivate your account, but you can't fully delete the account and data, or it deletes your Instagram. Hmm. Because they're connected. And there's no way they should have told people that before... Yeah, like, there's no way to fly like in the EU rules. Like you have to be able to fully yeah. delete your account and data on like an individual basis. So I'm sure that's why it's not available here. So as far as I know, the day it blew up, I keep getting notifications for it, like in Instagram, where it's like, you know, these ten people have are on Threads or whatever, these eighty people, blah blah blah. And the, but then I saw the thing about deleting. I was like, ooh, that's a good point. And I had looked for it in the App Store just out of curiosity, and it wasn't there. Mm, interesting. But well, in better news, yesterday while I was at the book um, author event conference thingy, like halfway through the day, uh, other UK Instagrammers that I'm in chats with that like weren't at the event, they're like, we finally have the power to react to DMs with more than just the heart. And I was like, oh. what? So I went I went and updated my app, but then it still took a few hours to for those changes to come through. But yeah, so up until this point, if you've ever had a like UK person um, or in other european countries they've been slowly getting it as well um and you're like man i'm so funny like why don't they ever laugh react to me it's because we couldn't oh that's annoying <laughs> we get to dms we could only do the heart oh. and when you're in a group when you're in like a group chat with people on instagram we couldn't do like direct replies where you do like reply to like you would on iMessage or something so it's like cool i want to reply to this message that's like 10 messages ago yeah. in the group chat thread but i can't so that's annoying really... yeah but now i can all of, it was like a group of a bunch of us were like cracking up you know i had one friend she's like thank goodness because i'm hysterical and it was always so offensive when you only did a heart reaction <laughs> you're like i'm hilarious yeah i was like i'm um, sorry well how does mark zuckerberg plan to grow his thread threads or whatever within by the way how much of a dig is it at twitter by calling this like a thread because i feel like that term became a thing on twitter right because mm. Like, I feel like that, because it's, like, thread below or whatever, yeah. and it's, like, what a, you know, it's, yeah. I think it's become more synonymous now, but, um, yeah. how's he planning to expand his thread empire if he can't, 
if it can't go like past the U.S. or whatever, wherever they don't have GDPR laws. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's just like, you know, getting even more people in. It's like you have to have an Instagram account, right? So then you're locked yeah. into both. I guess what I don't understand is like, you know, um, looking at it, it's kind of like, I feel like I don't understand the point of it. Like, I, I understand it's trying to be Twitter, but I feel like it's just people saying the same things they would say on Instagram. And I'm like, now I have to look at both of these things? Because you're following, like, the same yeah. people. Well, I feel, I actually was reading a, I subscribed to, you know, since I'm a marketer, you know, extraordinaire. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, one of the, like, newsletters I subscribed to was talking about it. Um, and she was talking about how, you know, in ye olden times of like the early days of social media, it was like each platform had like very distinct purposes and personalities where mm -hmm. it was like, you know, or the joke she was using was funny. It was like, you know, Twitter for text-based content, yeah. um, Instagram for photos, <laughs> and it was something about like Facebook for your like aunt yeah. Susan, like, Correct. <laughs> like yelling at people or something, Correct. <laughs> which was funny. Um, but then of course, then we had like TikTok came in for videos and I mean, Snapchat a little bit too. I feel like with Snap stories actually was probably the first like real time video thing, yeah. but then Instagram like co-opted that and then now, and then like YouTube for video and like with TikTok and stuff. But now it's like, you know, Instagram also wants, is always pushing video and stuff. So now, now there's all this overlap because obviously, if, especially if you work in social media or like content of any kind, it's like, it takes a lot of time. So it's like, of course, you're going to repurpose the same content yes. as much as possible. So it's like, yeah, take your tweets, turn them into posts for Instagram, like, no brainer, take your TikToks, like strip them down and repost them as reels on Instagram. So it's all just copies and reiterations yeah. of the same stuff. Whereas when you used to not have to be everywhere, um, you know, each thing could have its own specific identity. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting because it is very true. Well, I do think to your point about like screenshotting or whatever Twitter things and putting them on Instagram, I think with threads, because they're connected, I think that'll become yeah. a lot easier. And plus, I think Twitter just put some rules. I feel like I heard that like you can't view Twitter without having a Twitter account and like you can only view a certain amount per day or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. All these stupid things. I was like, are you just trying to kill it? Are you trying to kill Twitter? Like, probably. I mean, probably. But. Anyways, so yeah, I mean, I'm technically got on threads, but I don't, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to put on threads of ever anything. And then yeah. it's like. And I, I feel like it's one thing if you like already were a person or like organization or something where you did tweet a lot and sure. so you've had a lot of text-based content, but just as a human person, like I never really posted or, you know, or live tweeted or anything, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know have put like funny thoughts on tweets like that so yeah it just seems I, like a like from a me perspective I'm like what would I do that for like <laughs> yeah I mean I mostly just went on it to see like what other people because it was like exactly. this person has exactly. threaded for the first time or whatever mm -hmm. has posted I don't know how they phrase yeah. it on my phone but I was like all right I'll look at it or whatever but for it's sure. like we'll see we'll see but if as you say it's like they could they could have that as a thread and then probably you know auto generate it into like an instagram yeah. post and then i'll just see i it mean they'd be so. stupid if they didn't make that yeah. really easy yeah. for people because it's like what's the point then to have these two things linked you know yeah. i mean even if the kindle app on your iphone can take a quote and immediately turn it into a quote post 
that you can share straight to Instagram. It's a square post. It gives you like 10 options exactly. or whatever. Like if they can do that, then like the Instagram iterate like integration yeah. in and of itself should do that too. Although I will say like for business, like, I mean, the meta business suite is the worst fucking thing to oh, ever exist. Oh, it's terrible. And I don't even like working it. in it a lot. Like just, I, I don't either to it. it. And sometimes I'll go in it to like have to try to no. find something and I'm like, yeah. I can't. No, I we use a third, works. no, we use a third party schedule to schedule posts. The only time I ever have to use it is if like the team in France or something is like, Hey, we have a, you know, paid business client that's like doing a campaign or whatever. And they want to do, a post on the uk pages but then it's always more than 10 photos so it's like and they want me to tag eight hundred thousand people so then i have to do it through the meta business suite mm-hmm. and i hate it yeah it sucks um yeah. but you know i guess zuck's gonna try to take over as much as he can he's just it's like what can i do next somehow he'll get tiktok or whatever once <laughs> once the u.s yeah. bans it or whatever from at this point, like, like, I've been waiting, I've been waiting to roll out like what what can he call it that would be like a huge dig like he'll like I don't know I'm trying to think if there's something he meta talk or something like that or like <laughs> zuck talk I don't know I know they'll just call it the clock app like does tiktok have that um <laughs> trademarked I don't know that's a good question um but anyways, that's that's, that's threads. I'd say that's like I feel like that just like blew up. It was like one day threads, yep. and then all I'm hearing about is threads or thread. Yeah, whatever. Least, I, I mean, at least there's like a big company. I think it's threads. I'm gonna look right now. It no, is threads. Threads, yeah. I mean, it's kind of giving like Reddit Tumblr vibes from the bits I've seen, but like whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least there's like a big corporation behind it that like has run social media before not like the one from a few months back that like the last time everyone was jumping off twitter and over to yeah. hive or whatever and the people yeah were like, i do remember we were not prepared like, for this yeah i think there's been a couple that have tried to like slide in from like yeah. you know twitter's demise that i don't think i've taken off um and i think like there's one where you had to like apply to be i don't know apply to be on it or whatever but... oh yeah yeah i forgot about that one but that's that's threads. Um, how was your book book event that you went to? Yeah, it was cool. I'm just very tired. I mean, so yeah, yesterday I went down to London to like a author signing event type deal. It was like there's train strikes right now, so I did have to take a slightly earlier train than I probably would have. But in the end, it was good because I got in line pretty early and was like inside in the convention center. But it's huge. I mean, there was like 200 or so authors. And, but the space, the floor space they had was massive. So honestly, based on, I mean, it's been like, I bought the tickets for this, like, I don't know, almost a year ago. So it's like, you know, people, especially in the run up to it, like some people are really planning in advance. I was not planning in advance. Uh, Friday afternoon, I went to the local stationery shop and bought like an autograph sketchbook and also like some card stock. Cause I was like, I don't know what I want them to sign. I don't own any books. I listen to them all on audio mostly. Um, Cause people were like, oh, you can do like stickers for book plates. I was like, but that presumes that I will actually ever own the books and I probably won't (laughs) yeah like in physical copy like I just won't I had three books that I took with me and then I ordered three books from one author which ironically I only got two of them and they're like oh like I think because I went later in the day or something and one of them just like had gone missing Mm. or they just forgot it because I got two paperbacks of the same title and then one hardback version of that same title um because I was going to give it to someone the second copy as a gift 
They're like, oh, we'll mail it to, like, you know, we'll sign, sign in, get another one and mail it to you. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, it's going to cost me more to mail it than I paid to buy this. So, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. I was like, I just got that one because um, it's not sold on Amazon. So, <clears throat> and I think the site that she does sell it on, like, doesn't ship to the UK. So I was like, this is my mm-hmm. only chance to get that's it. Your only chance. Um, but then there was like free book, you know, they had a table with free books, which I kind of got the first one from an author I'd heard of one I have not from an author I'd heard of but it had hockey on the front so I was like oh, okay there you go. but then later on I was talking to someone um that I know through Instagram or whatever we and we met there um and she's like oh no I like told them I only read like you know queer romance and so they gave me these other ones I was like dang it I should have got that one <laughs> like, I was like it has a cowboy on the cover <laughs> But I did go to that um, author's like table or whatever later on, so I was like, okay, I'll definitely read the ebook at some point. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there's like big name authors there where they had like a separate, almost like deli style, where you have to like get a number. It was like you got a wristband with a number, and as they were going through them, people like fifty at a time. It was like then anyone under with a number under fifty can get in the line. Anyone with a number under hundred can get in the line. Mm-hmm. So I did that for I think there were ten authors with that, but I only did it for six. Mm-hmm. And honestly, most of them were very quick, except for um, the Twisted Sisters, the authors of Zodiac Academy, took eight hundred thousand years. But they also did like extravagant drawings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on my signature page. But yeah, it was like like for Anna Huang, who was also a ticketed author and is very popular. I mean, I think it may be. And I was pretty deep back in the line, even with the extra ticketed system. Um, and it maybe took 20 minutes to see her. Mm-hmm. I was in the line for the Twisted Sisters behind 10 people for 90 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I've been like. I, we were, I mean, I would just sat on the floor and was like reading a book or whatever. But I timed it so that I was in their line when the main section of authors that I wanted to see was on their lunch break anyway. Got so it. they were like my last ticketed ones. Um, and then I went and like saw everyone else. But it's like. And I was just joking because I was like, every um, author who was quick through their ticketed lines were the Americans because they'd be like, oh, you want me to sign these? Like, they had limited limits on what they could sign. So it was like only three books signed, I think, and like a few other things and then doing pictures. But I was like, I look like a sweaty hobgoblin. I had to like get here on the train and the tube and like carry a backpack. Like, no, I don't want. I was like, unless they had an assistant that was asking everyone like picture, picture, picture. Then I was like, okay, fine. But if it was like, oh, do you want to take my picture? I was like, ew, I'm not going to (laughs) ask Yeah. have my picture taken gross no you're like nah. and i told some authors jokingly um one author who i like i've read it or listened to a few of her audiobooks and i saw her later in the afternoon um her name's lucy lennox and um she's american so of course most of the american authors are like americans are here and it's like yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing here like what because there i mean there were people from america that like flew just to come oh, wow. to this event because there isn't one in america um but like obviously i live here and stuff so but I was chatting with her, it was later in the day, and there was no one behind me, so we were chatting. Um, but it's just, like, she, uh, the person before me had done a photo, and it's, she was joking, like, oh, yeah, I keep forgetting to do photos with people, or they, like, don't want one. And so I went up, I was like, it's not that I don't want a photo, but, like, I look disgusting. Like, <laughs> you're like, I'm hot and tired. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I just don't, I was like, y'all look great, we just don't look cute, so. Yeah. Like, no, I was like, just an autograph, please. Um, yeah, so it took me a little while to figure out, like, how I wanted them to sign in the book. I just yeah. wasn't sure. But I have I got a book with a bunch of pages, so it'll probably just be a signature book for any event, not just for That's this cool. specific event. Because there were people who, like, had their favorite authors who they'd made, like, photo books for them, and, like, so they have specific oh, wow. places to sign. I was like, but what if you go see someone and they don't have a page in your book? Yeah, like, you're like, That's awkward. I was like, I'm open to 
But I learned that there's actually a lot more authors that I listen to their books quite a bit that are British and in the UK than I thought. So I was like, all right, well, if I miss them, I'll see them at another time. There you go. Um, Like, they'll probably be back. uh, Or like the next one's in Edinburgh, I think, next year or whatever. But there's also smaller scale events, too. Um, But yeah, so I think in the end, I saw maybe like 40 authors, which is probably less than I thought I was going to see. But I also spent the last hour... um, with like a few people from you know our little bookstagram chat that we were all going and we just were sitting there being like should we try and go <laughs> like anyone else we're just we're so tired we we're just like so no. tired yeah but by the end then i mean there was authors obviously they, most people did pre-orders because if they're traveling from far away they need to know like what books to bring yeah but some were by the end just like giving away free books and stuff so that's that cool. cool well that sounds fun yeah. so even though there was only one book that i was planning to buy um, Blackwell's, which is like a bookseller here, had a stand, and I was told that they were going to be selling um, Heated Rivalry by Rachel Reed. And so, because she's now, she got, she re- was indie, but now she's picked up by a publisher. So she wasn't able to do like pre orders or whatever, even though there was other authors that are also traditionally published. So I'm not really sure what was up with that. But, anyways, she's like, oh no, they'll be selling it. But then they weren't selling it. Boo. Yeah. And if I'd known, then I would have ordered it like a month ago and just taken it with me. But I was yeah. like, no, just buy it there. Like, then I don't have to take it with me. But I did get like her signature in my book. I also had like some cardstock that I got like more collage signatures, um, which actually probably was the best way to go anyway. I kind of like how that turned out more. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I got some book plates and stuff signed. So I was like, if I ever do buy it, which I probably won't, I would just put the book plates in there. But I was like, no, it's just precious. Yeah, precious. <laughs> it's a cute little sticker. Instead of just a plain one, it's like got the characters on yeah. it. It's very cute. Um, I do feel like I'm seeing people's posts now and I'm like, oh, you guys got so much swag or um, I think at the start people like weren't taking like the free stuff like stickers or bookmarks or whatever on authors tables. Mm-hmm. But then after like a few hours and they're like, no, take it. And it's like, okay, I'm going to take all of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, it's so cute. I don't, I'm not going to do anything with them, but they're so cute. Um, but a lot of them have like, you know, bookmarks with like QR codes for like free novellas or downloads That's or whatever. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, that it was fun. fun. So it was fun to like, you know, but it's also just awkward. Like I was trying to time it where I was not necessarily just walking up cold to an author. Cause I was like, yeah. I'm too, like, this is so weird, like, but hey. it's like, if there's one person there and as they're leaving, I'm walking up and then I can be like, wow, I have great timing. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'd be like, Oh, I'll come to the one with you in Edinburgh. But then I'd be like, Oh, I don't like, I feel like I have to <laughs> conversate. Yeah. Converse. I mean, luckily, I mean, most of them were pretty quick. And I mean, there was a few that I chatted with for maybe, you know, when two minutes feels like you've talking for 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm not good at this type of small talk. No, for sure. I would be terrible at it. Yeah. Um, and I prefer the lines where they were going quick, but no, it was fine. Most of them, I'd just be like, oh, I listened to like these ones on audio or whatever. And then like, oh, like one of them, her, I think her main narrator, because he's like Irish. So it's like, very specific narrator she's like oh i think he's here like in the section i was like i don't want to ruin the illusion and she was like yeah. oh no the voice matches the face and I was oh like, okay. you're like oh thank god because she yeah she was laughing she was like no, no. she's like i totally know what you mean but yeah no the voice matches the face you're like, yeah. like, okay. we're good we're good yeah um well that sounds like fun we get to see some bookstagram people so that's cool yeah i mean there's definitely a lot more people like now i'm seeing posts from it and stuff and i'm like oh all these other people were there I think there was also some authors. I think I asked you. Just... I was like, "Oh, are there going to be like? Are you going to meet up with like any bookstagram people?" There? And you were like, "Yeah." I feel like at the time you were like, "No, don't I don't have any plans or whatever." And I was like, "Why well, don't <laughs> no. just ask people?" Someone I know be. put 
Yeah, someone I know put together a group chat, and so those were the people that I saw while I was there. Um, And like one or two others, but I was just being very casual and semi unprepared for it. But it was fun. I mean, it was fun overall. There's maybe like in my brain, I was like, oh, I could have gotten maybe like five to 10 more, but also I just was like so exhausted. Like, I mean, I got up at six and like showered and like got to the train. Train was at seven, got in the queue from the place for. I think I was there at like 8.20 or so. Yeah. It's tiring. But I did get to ride because I had to transfer from the train station to the new Elizabeth line, and it is very fancy. Ooh. Yeah. I did have to – well, I was like very confused because I didn't have to exit the train station and then tap back in for the tube. And sometimes they have freestanding things where you tap to start your journey, and I was like, I don't see one. I couldn't find one on my very – it was a very – quick walk to the station so i was like i wonder what they're gonna charge me (laughs) yeah yeah. because i was like i only tapped out and then at the end of the day i only tapped in i was like if you want people to actually tap in and out at these card readers you can make them a little more prominent between the uh yeah if we're not gonna have to exit so they did charge me like the full fare or whatever but um i logged into my whatever underground account and i was like oh no here's the stations where i actually entered and exited so i should get a refund that's good but it's just like I mean it's only like six bucks, so it's not a big deal. Um that sounds like a fun fun day. Yeah. Yeah. Um before was- we sign off, I have a very important question. I need I need thoughts. And if anyone else wants to provide their thoughts, you can go to our Instagram and tell me. But um so every year Tim and I do like a Halloween type like we watch a bunch of like Halloween type movies, mm-hmm. like and we try to, like, pick one new ones every year. It's, like, curated, you know, like, you know, one a weekend yeah. or whatever for October. So I was thinking, because a lot of times I get roped into watching scarier movies and I would watch <sighs> on my own, is that I feel like in February I need to do, like, some sort of Valentine's Day rom-com fest because I feel like <laughs> Tim is not, like, you know, a huge rom-com watcher. So I feel like I need to figure out, like, what are the... Here's the problem. I feel like I have to go backwards, though, right? Because, like, I feel like they don't really do rom-coms anymore like they used to. So, I think I need yeah, to, like... that's true. What are the classics? Like, what do I need to, like, for this... I need to start curating my list now, you know? So, like, what are the top ones you feel like that, like, I need to make sure he sees? Yeah. Well, I feel like... That's such a good question. I mean, I feel like everyone has different top rom-coms. I know. But, I like, know. the one... The one, of course, immediately comes to my mind first is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like, that's quintessential. I also feel like people have strong opinions on, like, 13 going on 30. For me, that's, like, a take it or leave it. Yeah. People really, like... I feel like it might have been a little bit too, like, old for that when it came out. You know, not old, but, like, I don't know. I feel like that one's okay. I wouldn't put it in I prefer to see Jennifer Garner, like, punching dudes in the face. So, that's just what I like her in. Um, I feel like maybe more recent would be, like, The Proposal. That's a good one. The proposal. I feel like I did try to like make him watch that in some hotel room we were in, like for something, and it was <laughs> on, and I was like, "Oh, the proposal!" And then I feel like he was. See, I feel like I've got. I got to put like when Harry met Sally on there, which I feel like is like yeah. an ultimate classic. Kind of work work um, backwards. Yeah, true. I'm trying to think. Um, there's so many though. I feel like I could do like a. There really are. I mean, you could do like just retrospectives only with like certain as that's true before, like, I could, the ooh, that's a good idea i feel like i could like do a, some classic we'll pairings, be like this is the you know? matthew mcconaughey retrospective or this is the meg ryan retrospective. that's actually a really good idea because or you could do like a tom hanks thing you know because i feel like you could do like yeah. splash you could do you know uh 
you've got mail. You could do... Mm-hmm. It's um, like the Ashton Kutcher era. Like, there's all these corny eras of, like, yeah. they're just in that's everything. That's true. That's a good idea. I, I mean, I will admit, on our my big last, or my last long-haul flights, like, on the way to Hawaii, I watched The Last City with Sandra Bullock. I was like, I watch a rom-com with Sandy Bullock in it. Uh, I mean, and you then can't go wrong with Sandy Bullock. On the way to Vancouver, I watched um, Ticket to Paradise. So, I mean, does Miss Congeniality technically count as a rom-com? So yeah. So it's like she's in so many rom-coms. I would, and I would then like two, week, two weeks notice, you could do the Sandra Bullock era. I feel like hers are actually like, you know, good quality overall. That's actually so. a good idea because maybe you group them. Julia Roberts? Like, okay, yeah. You got to do Julia Roberts, obviously. Like Pretty Woman. Like, And uh, I was trying to Runway describe – my best friend's wedding. My best friend's wedding. Exactly. I, there, I watched this movie when I was quarantining because of COVID. That's on Amazon Prime. It has Alison Brie in it. And I was trying to like say, like, oh, you might like this one, Tim, actually. But it was about, and I was like, it has kind of like my best friend wedding vibes. Like, if you've seen that, he's like, I don't even think I've like, he said, I might have seen that like a million years ago. And I was like, I can't explain anything to you if you don't understand these references. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, on it's always we joke about things being, like, plane movies. So it's like, yeah, on the way to uh, Canada, I watched Ticket to Paradise, which is the Julia Roberts, like, George Clooney one. I mean, it was corny as fuck, but it was great. It was highly entertaining. It was, you know, sometimes you just need a movie to watch, like, while you're waiting for the food service yeah. <laughs> to happen. And then on the way back, you know, of course, my other go-to is I watched It's Complicated, because I will watch that all the time. I mean, I, I feel like you could Steve do, Martin like, uh, I don't know how many, like... Diane Keaton or whatever, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, like, well, it's like I love streets, the um, like you know those types of people, like yeah. How many are I love the Diane. What's the? There's like the Diane Keaton one with Lauren Graham in it and Mandy Moore. Oh yeah, I've good. seen that one. Yeah, and then I mean, but obviously the best one is the one with her and Keanu Reeves and um, Jack Nicholson. That's the best one. Yeah. Um, what was that one called? I can't think of what that one's called. I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a lot. So I feel like, yeah, and you're right. Everyone has their own personal, but like, for example, people love like Sleepless in Seattle. I do not mess with Sleepless no. in Seattle. I'm not no. interested in that. No, thank no. you. I don't mind. You've got mail as much. Obviously the original is better, but yeah, Sleepless in Seattle is a no. You've got mail is a, it's fine. Watching You've Got Mail now is actually hysterical because it's so dated. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Like, cool. like they're using like you know anytime they're using AOL or whatever but speaking of Diane Keaton that reminds me you know she had that um kind of all-girl actresses rom-com book yep. club which I think they're maybe making a sequel for which is hysterical but the movie I was thinking of was something's gotta give so. oh something's gotta give yes 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 yeah I like it maybe every year I'll do a I'll do a retrospective on a specific like actor slash actress or maybe pairing yeah. you know what I mean um Mm -hmm. but i have to pick one because i don't want to do like fool's gold i'm not going to do like fool's gold or whatever whatever you know what i mean you're not going to waste time on that but it's like the one um girl on tiktok that does like the whiteboard connections or whatever here's how this person yes exactly (laughs) so good but i feel like i just have to like go back to square one and be like here's like the beginning of (laughs) i have to do some research and be like what is like the original i wonder what like the original considered like rom-com is rom-com. you know what it what i mean um like were there any rom-coms i'm sure there were but you know yeah in like the black and white movie era probably a brief history of romantic comedies Ooh, thanks glamour yeah what's the first one glamour what do you what's considered the the og i am quoting a, an article from 2016 by shanna 
Yelene. So okay. thanks, Shanna. Thanks, Shanna. Um, Glamour. It says, before we can talk about the history of, ro- of the romantic comedy, we should discuss what it actually is. A romantic comedy or rom-com is defined as, and then it's quotes, a movie or play that deals with love in a light, humorous way, end quote. <laughs> you know what? The, I feel oh, like yeah. the original rom-com is probably like um, Taming of the Shrew or like you know, some Shakespearean thing. So it's very funny that you say that because the next sentence is, when looking back at the early formula that found its way to the screen, we can look to the ultimate romantic, William Shakespeare. That's what I said. Plays I, like, see? Not the, none of the ones you mentioned, but my favorite Shakespeare, it says, plays like Much Ado yeah, About Nothing, Yeah, I was going to say Much Ado About favorite. Nothing. Yeah, that was the other one. It's like uh, those two. And A Midsummer Night's Dream gave the basic setup of early and many modern romantic comedies. Two people meet have a conflict in their way, and reunite to live happily ever after. I was like, yeah, I will go, you know, you stand on the Blink-182 hill. I'll take on the hill where I'm like, if it's not got an HEA, then it's not a rom-com movie or book. It, the HEA is happily ever after. Because there's ones that do not have that, and I'm like, un- this is unacceptable. I've been tricked once in the last year. All the others, I like, now I trust nothing. And if people are like, oh, it might not like have the ending you want. And then I'm like, cool, I'm going to go on Goodreads and find a review that's got the spoiler tag and tells me. So I think this maybe I need to start like the remakes of like your Shakespearean, you know, that's my that's my original rom-coms. And you got like your Emmas and stuff like that, which are all true. Whatever. Yeah, so I Jane Austen start there, base. I think. So, so that would, you- yeah, that would be fun because it's because it's like, um. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're more modernly made films, but they're yeah, based off I mean. of books from, you know, early eras. It's This says, um, but identifying the first true rom-com film is tough, but two movies that came out in 1924 okay. and followed the basic premise laid out above. Um, one is called Sherlock Jr., starring the silent film star okay. Buster Keaton, and Girl Shy. But these were both silent films. All right, let's so, skip ahead. I don't know if I want to be watching yeah. a silent film. <laughs> No offense, no. lovers of silence. Okay, film. this one makes more sense. It's like in 1934, um, there was It Happened One Night, okay. which I wonder now I wonder now if that Tessa Bailey book, It Happened One Summer, is like a play mm. on that. Could be. But it's a, wealthy, it's a wealthy woman, Claudette Colbert, runs away and takes up with a handsome, out-of-work newspaper reporter played by Clark Gable. Okay, okay. So I was like, okay, I could see Clark Gable being like, you know, the romance sure. star. No, he's the movie hideous. won five Oscars. <laughs> that's probably the last time a rom com won an Oscar or whatever. So like, <laughs> okay, in love. All right, I like this. I'm gonna like. I gotta do some research. I gotta put together a curate. I gotta have like a Excel spreadsheet, no. and then like every, I'll have to put filters. I'll be like, who does it have in it? When was it made? <laughs> Seems like there was a lot. You know, they really pop started popping off more in the 50s and 60s, which makes sense. Because, I mean, I think you could probably think of, like, even, like, Singing in the Rain as kind of, like, a it's, like, I guess it depends on, like, what your definition... Idea of a rom-com is. is, That's true. That's true. Because it's, like, you know, if you just Google, like, top rom-coms, it has movies on there that I wouldn't necessarily consider a rom-com. They're just coms. Like, I don't think Father of the Bride is a rom-com. It's just a com. It's not a rom-com because... No. Because Steve Martin and Diane Keaton are already together. Like, you're not... Yeah, Father of the Bride is only a rom-com between Steve Martin and Martin Short. Of course, of course. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I would not consider that a rom-com. That's just a comedy. Um, You've got to have, like, two people that are somehow, you know, meeting and falling in love. I don't care who those two people are, but that's that's the formula, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's the formula. So yeah, I think I like the idea of taking and finding the main actors or actresses that had big rom-com eras in the 90s and early 2000s, maybe even, or in, you know, the 80s too, and um, doing little mini retrospectives, yeah. like three films. You know, like at Costco, you used to be able, I'm sure they still sell them, but you could buy like, you know, three DVDs yes. where it's like three totally. Nick Cage films. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, here's here's the here's the three quintessential Julia Roberts. Exactly. It's like, you know, I would do, you know, Pretty Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride, yes. and My Best Friend's Wedding. Wedding. For sure. Um, those would probably be it. Um, it makes me think of the, we were talking about Sandy Bullock and Schitt's Creek. I think there's one time where it's like, I let you, we're talking about like how David can't compromise. And I think Patrick's like, or he's like, I let you pick the movie last week. And he's like, you made me pick between two Sandra Bullock, like Miss Congeniality <laughs> and the lake house. He's like, and you chose the lake house, which was the correct answer or something like that. You know? Um, and then also a line from uh, new girl where, Schmidt and Cece have just got engaged, and this was, like, after they introduced the Megan Fox character. He's like, there's always a point in every romantic comedy where, like, there's a period of time when someone comes along and is better or whatever. And then he's like, I will not be the, like, whatever, whatever. And they're like, who are you talking about? They're like, oh, you're acting like you're too good to see the wedding planner or whatever, because he names, like, the character from the wedding planner. Like, it's, like, shafted, you know? So, I'm just saying, people might say, I, I heard this thing one time where they said that, um, you know, for whatever reason, like, uh, romantic comedies are always, like, chick flicks, and there's, like, these guilty pleasures, but it's, like, why are those guilty pleasures, but guys are allowed to go see, like, all these, like, stupid action, like, the Fast and the Dumb. Furious, and those aren't guilty yeah, pleasures, where there's you know literally, what I mean? Yeah, where there's literally just no plot, and, like, not even good. I'm like, they used to maybe have some plot, and now it's just nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, I so, alright, if anyone has any other, I mean, like, I feel like it's, based on all the crap movies that we've watched for this podcast like it's much harder i think to pull off a good rom-com oh for sure than it is to just blow shit up so totally um all right well if you have any other ideas for like the quintessential rom-coms you know hit us up on our instagram and let me know so i can i guess we're curating this list now i've got like yeah you know till february but Maybe we also need to work on, like, a Christmas movie list, because I'm sure Jack's seen none of them, except for the ones we've made him watch. I think what's interesting is we were so talking far. about that last night. I was like, oh, we should do, like, a, you know, we could do the same thing, like, Christmas movies. But I was like, let's let's be mm-hmm. real, though. Let's be serious. There's only, like, a handful of, like, legitimate Christmas movies that I are good. You know what I mean? And they're yeah. not coming out with them every year like they used to. And I'm not talking... Oh. And yeah, I understand we talk about Christmas movies, but I'm talking about real ones that are good. Real ones. <laughs> Not the ones we normally watch for this podcast. I'm talking about, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas, Mother, yeah. you know, Christmas Carol, like things like that. I feel like as a joke, if I asked Jack what his favorite Christmas movie is, like right now, if I wouldn't ask him, he'd be like, the Yule Log DVD that your sister's <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. It was like yesterday I tried to troll him a little bit. Uh, after the event someone posted like a photo of all the books that they bought and I was like oh it kind of looks like our apartment um like the floor like it had a radiator yeah. in the background so I like saved it and like sent it to him and I was like book haul <laughs> and he was like this is that immediately <laughs> after like, he no. saw it it took him a few minutes to see it and then I saw him typing not typing typing not typing typing and it was like whose is that he's scared he's like <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like dang it and so I sent him the picture I was like no here's my eight books like yeah four of which I already owned. Yeah. And I just took them with me. And he was like, yeah. He was like, that seems more correct. Uh, I 
like, oh, I was like, you're just too smart. And he was just like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw this TikTok that kind of reminds me of that where like a wife or whoever, I don't know if they were married or whatever, but she was in like the baby section of Target and she told the person she's with to like come meet her. And he's like, she's like, why do you think we're here? He's like, I don't know. Like why? Or she's like, isn't this crib cute? He's like, I guess. But like, why are we here? <laughs> And she's like, why do you think we're here? He's like, no, no. He's like, I can't tell if you're trying to be funny or if you're just if you're doing this for TikTok or if you're serious. Are you doing this for TikTok or are you serious? He's like, we just had a baby or something or whatever. That's funny. Anyways. Um, all right. So I guess start making my curated list. You can make a curated yeah. one for Christmas for Jack. But, I mean, obviously, like, we've probably seen. Yeah. I guess more important for Christmas is the curated list of cereals. That we're... That's true. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Buy to eat. Just gonna be like seven days of cereal. cereal. I mean, everyone loves cereal, so whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we each eat a bowl, that's like a whole box. Yeah. So. But I feel like we need to get a sampler pack because. Yeah, but then there's always like uh, the, the crappy ones. ones like, like, well, I mean, like he can eat the adults like raisin bran. Well, he needs to that try would be them. his favorite because he loves. That would be his favorite because he loves raisins. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Um, um. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, no, we'll do the cereal sampler from, like, Costco or whatever that's got, like, cakes or corn pops or whatever. You know, the Kellogg's one. Um, but then we'll have to, I feel like that one doesn't necessarily always have all the best crazy ones. I know, you know we'll have to get, get a few crazy ones. country with no rules about sugar, so. Um, and I'm sure, you know, in the modern era, I haven't bought a box of cereal in a very long time, so I'm sure there's lots more. Um, but <laughs> what I was going to say is last week, you know, or whatever week it was when we were we ended on our like TikTok of the week. Maybe that should be our new oh, okay. end our TikTok segment. of the week. All right. Yeah. You know, talking about uh cross like social content. Sure. Um, you know, last time or maybe it was a time before I don't remember, we talked about the little boy sinking in. Oh yeah, the Titanic. Because <laughs> he was like obsessed with the Titanic. Uh-huh. I feel like I haven't I mean, I don't watch nearly as many TikToks as you. But I will say my favorite TikTok of the week was the one that you sent me that I saw yesterday. Maybe it should be what's bo- the, my favorite TikTok that you sent me because <laughs> yeah. I think those are the only ones you watch. <laughs> Pretty much. That's all, like it actually because I was away in Germany. I just so sent you when a curated back, was, list of things. I just sent you curate. I curate TikToks for yeah. you. Yeah. When, you know, when people are like, oh, I got on the whatever, like the, my I'm commenting. So I stay on this side of TikTok. I was like, my side of TikTok are the TikToks my sister sends me. <laughs> That's how does the algorithm deal with that? Because <laughs> sister talk, sister talk. All right. So, what's um, your favorite? Uh, I mean, we're ending now. We need like a theme. Yeah, like, no. So it was like TikTok I hadn't opened the, the app. And, yeah, I hadn't opened the app in ages, and then getting back from Germany, I was like, oh shit, I have twenty six. Well, it's not my fault. You didn't open it for a week or whatever. You could have been in your hotel room um, looking at them at night. But I did it because they were, these boomers don't allow us to, like, leave the bar until, like, one in the morning. <laughs> like, I have to go and watch TikTok. Sorry. Um, and I was like, yo, I was like, y'all, I will look youthful in the morning because I'm still in my thirties. Yeah. But, like, I will say that one of my coworkers, the extra night that we stayed, we got back to the hotel and there were some other coworkers, like, from Germany that were yeah. staying, too. And they were there and they were drinking or whatever. You know, we got, like, one more drink, even though I was, like, already done because it was, like, 1130 and I was tired. But then after that one, and it was, like, oh, our, other, our third coworker, you know, they kind of egg each other on. And they're, like, best bros. It's kind of funny. Um, but he, like, went to the restroom and Liam was, like, okay, I'm going to, like, get him, like, one more or whatever. Um, and the German coworker that was there was, like, oh, like, does you want, the Sarah want one more? And I was, like, no, I'm good. 
and she's like oh just like to um my coworker Liam she's like oh just get him one or get her one and Liam was like no I won't because she'll sit here and not drink it she actually has yeah. internal strength and fortitude I was like that's correct I, mean, I just won't drink it yeah yeah he was basically just like he was like no no Sarah can't be swayed she's too strong <laughs> Uh, I was like, "That's right." Like, no, I was you. like, "That is correct." Um, he was like, "No, no, Sarah can't be swayed." I was like, "So I was like, thank you that I'm glad that that's my reputation." <laughs> well, I think I told you about how I had this. I went to this going away dinner one time for somebody, and they like went around the table, like try to say something nice about every one. And I believe I was described as like Margaret Thatcher or something like that, like. <laughs> I would be like, that's not a I was compliment, like, though. Well, it was just like, I rule with, like, an iron fist or something like that. It's <laughs> like, okay. He was, like, so nice about everyone else. I'm like, great. Glad that's that's the uh, attitude I give to everyone at work. Yeah. I mean, I will say, yeah. I feel like my boss, when he's, like, introducing us or whatever, and he's like, oh, well, if I want something done, I ask Sarah to do it. So I know. It's most annoying because everyone just comes to you with, like, everything. And I'm like, yeah. Anyways, what's your favorite? Luckily, no one comes to me. Anyways, TikToks of the week. So I finally, you know, I had gotten caught up. So then yesterday, the one you sent me, I don't know when you sent the it, but I saw I it yesterday. I don't even remember half the time the ones I've sent you until, like, you comment on them. Like, oh, yeah, that one was fun. reply back. <laughs> well, you know, I try to do, because we've talked about where you, when you send, like, someone a bunch of messages. And it's like, no, you have to react to yes, every message. Yes. You can't just send one yes. laughing emoji to all yes. the messages. So I do always try and reply to all of them individually. Yeah. Um, but no, the one you sent me that I saw yesterday was the one where it's the little boy dressed in oh, yeah. the Woody costume yeah. <laughs> dancing to Space Boy from NSYNC. Yeah, well, there was, so one of the That's kids so were dressed as Woody and the other kid was dressed as Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. And they think that the song Space Cowboy by NSYNC, for any of you old people out there, is about, like, Woody and Buzz, I guess, going into space together. I don't know. Yeah. It's very cute, and Lance Bass did did a uh, comment. Did comment, so it's so good. But it's just like honestly, it's so cute. And then at one point in the video, he's like, "Mom, look!" And he's doing like a weird, like just the cute, the cutest little. But you know, all I could think of while I was watching it, I was like, you know, I don't know that person. I was like, but this means that either them or their partner, whether it's their like husband, wife, whatever dances like that yeah like, for, for sure this boy to be dead i was like that's like a dad style yeah. dance right that's where they learn it from just like oh, no no like no smooth moves just jerky yeah joints <laughs> it was so cute um i also like the one i sent you that they had like a fourth of july in ireland or something oh yeah that one and they're was like they just look like a lot of weird. a reason to like have fun and drink and i was like all right it's fair, fair. um <laughs> All right, well, that's the favorite TikTok of the week. I gotta maybe yeah. I should start posting those whenever you pick whatever your favorite TikTok of the week is, and I'll try to post on the Instagram if I like get back on the Instagram. Um, yeah, anything with kids doing silly stuff will just always be hilarious. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Do you want to hear the? Do you want me to end this with a knock knock joke? One of the many that I heard. Oh yeah. Okay. See right, if I can remember. Yeah, let's do it. No, I don't think I'll no nail pressure. the delivery of, of the seven-year-old. Um, I think, okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Cindy Lou, I think. Cindy Lou who? Yep, that's my name. <laughs> or I think she even said, like, Brilliant. that's my name. Um, Brilliant. 
Oh, okay. I'll do. It was a similar. I joke. mean, that is pretty good because it's like Cindy Lou Who. Yeah. It does work. <laughs> uh, I'll do another one that was Cindy Lou Who. It should be. It should be. Yep, that's my name. Don't wear it out. I think that's what I ended it with because I was like, I don't think she probably knows that. Okay, I'll do another one where it was similar. Knock knock. Who's there? Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou Who. I'm a who now, or something like that. It was like, okay. <laughs> she was also really into doing it. one with, like, who let the dogs out, which, what's funny is, because if we did really? it, we'd say, you know, knock, knock, who's there? Who? 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 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay, that's where this is going. But then I think she, it's like, you let the dogs out, or something like that. It was like, not, <laughs> she was always, like, unexpected where the jokes was going. And then, yeah. It'd be like, it'd be like, who let the dogs out who? And then and you would say, say who, 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 yeah, who, who, yeah. who, yeah. So that would be like, the I like lo- but I, like I think it. she finally got that because she had told that joke like a lot of times. And then like yesterday at breakfast, she did it. And I think Tim and I just to each other went like, who, who? And then so she's like, I think it like clicked in her brain. She's like, oh, that's a better brain. ending for that joke. So then she retold <laughs> the joke with that yeah, being. I mean, you guys are just improving her comedy. She's just working on her type five. Okay. Yeah, so we're on type five. Um. I think what's funny is, like, we'd be in the car, and she would tell both her parents the joke, and then she would say us the joke. So we would have heard the uh-huh. joke. Like, I'm like, this isn't a... Yeah. We don't have a silence bubble. Like, we can... <laughs> we have to act like you've never heard the joke before. Yeah. Well, I feel like this opens up a new... I mean, I realize this is also the child that, like, when they were a toddler, their favorite Christmas gift was, like, paper yeah. clips. But I feel like this opens a whole new avenue of gifts that you guys, because you can get her, like, kids' joke books and stuff. That's true. Like, I had some of those when I was a kid, and they're always very funny. Yeah, I feel like um, we were trying to give her some, like, I did the one where it's like, knock, knock, who's there? Or, or, banana, and then, like, did that, like, you know, three times. And then she's like, oh, Uh like, I don't think she'd heard that one before. That's the only (laughs) one I could think of. I thought you were, I had that one. I was like gonna ask if you guys taught her like the interrupting cow. Ones, she, uh, I'm sure her mom did do that one, and that, that. she thought it was hilarious. Like no, because like <laughs> her mom did that like yesterday, and she was laughing so hard. Like she thought it was hysterical. <laughs> and then she also did the one That's where cute. it was like knock knock, who's there? Boo! And you go boo hoo, and it's like oh, it's okay, don't cry or something like that, you know. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you want to be in with like, if you're like a you know an aunt or an uncle or like somebody who's trying to get in with like a seven-year-old ish age i feel like just brush up on some knock-knock jokes that are like appropriate for kids that kids can understand (laughs) and you'll be like in you'll be in yeah like flynn gotta brush up on them um so yeah that's my knock-knock joke of that's our TikTok of the week and our knock knock joke of the week. I will not be doing knock knock jokes of the week. I just haven't yeah. had it in my it's head. The first, first and only. The first and final knock knock joke of the week. Unless, again, if anyone has a good knock knock joke and you want to make it a recurring thing, send me it on Instagram or whatever, or in the email that we mentioned at the yeah. end of the show, and I'll I'll start saying doing knock knock jokes we'll for Sarah and see yeah. if she can figure them out. Um, but I guess that's it for this week. I think we finally have some stuff we could talk about next time we record. Yeah. What what, the what, next few what times are we deciding on the next time? Yeah, we've got Sweet Magnolia Season 3, I think, will be up next. Then the episode after that will be Heartstopper oh. Season 2. I just rewatched Season 1 of that. It's so cute. I was just like, I need something to yeah, watch. I need to rewatch it. She hasn't been drawing, like, more... Um, chapters in a while but i think maybe like for a long time she's on pause but i think maybe there's some more 
out on webtoon now so i need to catch up on that and probably rewatch season one before season two um and then i think the time after that it will be maybe like two like a week after it airs not like right after so we have time to watch it but will be the red white and royal oh, yes. blue movie the movie i think i feel like you need to read the Prime. book before before part of me is like yeah and i mean i own the ebook the hard copy yes. special edition and the audiobook but also part of me is like maybe i just appreciate them both as their own separate entities yes. because i was chatting with people about it because some of them were like oh i don't really like the audiobook and i was like oh really i was like it's one of my favorite narrators so sh- you're wrong <laughs> um but also i think like 2019 reader sarah was like a different reader than 2023 reader sarah right so you can't compare it's like oh, it's got the, the trailers and clips all look good. It's got a bit of the nostalgia factor. But I feel like I learned my lesson with Bridgerton season two because I read the book right before the season uh, dropped. And then I was annoyed. <laughs> that's fair, I guess. But I mean, based on the trailer, it feels like it's pretty. I think I would still like the yeah. book and will like the movie. But I feel like it yeah. feels pretty spot on to like what the book is. So we'll see, though. But I will agree. There's definitely things like in the little trailers and people are like, ah, it's this scene. And I was like, I don't remember, guys. Like. It's been four years since I read it, so I could see where, like, realistic, doing a yeah. quick It's not even that, it's more just like, I was just like, I feel like they gave away a lot of the story in the trailer, which I hate when they do that, but whatever. Um, so yeah, that'll be exciting. And then we could maybe get Sarah to actually watch The Summer I Turned Pretty, which she was supposed oh, yeah. to watch last time and didn't watch. Because <laughs> season I have been getting, two- you know, trailers for it fed to me on social media because I am the Target demo. I believe it's coming out on someone's birthday. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's a lot of things actually coming out next week, like book and TV wise. So I already read one book that's coming out the day before my birthday next week. And then I have a book that I need to read that's coming out on my birthday. And then one that's coming out two days before. I'm like, huh, it's just a Lots week of, of me. Things. But I'm like, I was jokingly like next, I was like next weekend. I was like, I need a weekend to do nothing. And I was like, oh wait, it's my birthday weekend. Perfect. And we're doing nothing. We're doing nothing. <laughs> I've decreed it. <laughs> yeah. Royal what's, decree. What, what's, yeah, the the Michael Scott. I declared it. I declared it. Nothing. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Thanks again for listening to another just week of I feel like rambling, rambling topics. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll have some yeah. more content. But I feel like soon. I, I mean, I feel like we got some good action items out of this week's um, chat, though, because it's like you got to make. I got to make my curated list. list. Yep. We got like a few other things for the future. We got things we get, can watch in the next like six weeks or so. Yeah. And also we had, you know, start intro to a new segment. Yeah. So. TikTok of the week. Yeah. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. So productive. So productive. It's a bit of productive working meeting, everybody. Welcome. Thank you for tuning into our <laughs> Zoom meeting, apparently, is what this turned yeah. into. Well, yeah, I think we're done. So, you know, we'll let you um, reclaim the last two and a half minutes of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. And... <laughs> that's a real corporate joke for anyone who it's like we finished early everyone run to to the bathroom before your next your next zoom call that you have i actually haven't i don't have as many meetings as i used to so it's like i haven't heard that in a long time but pretty proud of myself that's a good one that's a good one all right well enjoy your Two minutes of time, everyone. <laughs> and thanks for listening. <laughs> Until next, Until next week. Bye. <laughs> for next time. Bye.
If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteSisterPod. Or shoot us an email at MyFavoriteSisterPod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye.